Okay, happy New Year's. It's your host, Sasha, for Grown and Opinionated. And I know, we deep into the new year. We like on the 10th day. I don't care. I have been man down for the entire new year. Um, I don't know if you guys still believe in COVID or whatever. Um, I was telling my friend, like, COVID just become has become this thing where nobody cares anymore. So I'm like, whatever. But yeah, I was definitely sick for the last week or so. And then my kid got sick. And you know how that goes with um, single mothers. We got to do everything, keep them out of school, whatever. But it's whatever Wednesday. So we're going to talk about whatever on my mind. Um, I had a few things. Um that I wanted to talk about. And I don't want to be too heavy today because it's whatever Wednesday. The other heavy topics I'll say for, sorry, I got like a cough drop and because if not, I'll be hacking it up. So unless you've been under a rock, everybody's seen or heard of this Cat Williams interview, or I don't want to call it interview, but Cat Williams' appearance on Club Shay Shay, where he just went in um, and told his truth. Um, I know some people were saying like, it's really long. And I guess that's where, like when I tell my friends, I enjoy podcasts. I listen to podcasts. Um, I listened to before Joe Button got the six, seven, eight people. I used to listen to Joe Button. I listened to star. I listened to the other ones and the podcast usually go about two hours or so. At least two hours. I think anything less than two hours, especially when you have other people, is like, wah. So to me, it was just right on top. Everybody else like, oh, my God, it was so long. I told my friend the other day, I'm like, you know, I might put it on while I clean. And I don't watch. That's another thing. I started listening to podcasts where it used to just be their logo, and then the audio would play on YouTube. Or you would listen to Spotify or SoundCloud or something like that. But if you want the YouTube, it would just be a logo and you could hear it. So I never really watch it. Cat Williams, I was kind of like looking at it sometimes while I was on my phone. But I just more so listen. Um, some of the things he touched on, I guess one of the biggest things is this whole thing about black men comedians wearing dresses. Um, and I had to look into what do I really think about that? Because I, I'm of the position and after I thought about it, I was going back to Martin and Shanene, um, Wanda with Jamie Foxx. Who else did it? Big Mama's house. Cause he was talking about Martin Lawrence with Big Mama house too. Um, Eddie Murphy, Robin Williams with Miss Doubtfire. So after really thinking about it, and looking at those examples, I started to come up to the conclusion that I don't have a problem with any comedian or a black, black, white, whatever, wearing a dress if if it adds something to it. Um, but I do have a problem when it's the go-to. That instead of, like, working on being funnier or... Sometimes the stuff is funny, and it's like, why are you in a dress and a wig? You don't need this. It's funny. That's where I get bothered by it. And I don't want to kick any dirt on Funky Divine because now he doesn't wear the wig. But when he first came out, anybody who was around, um, he used to wear this bad wig. 
And he has a full beard and mustache, and he would do his take on Love and Hip Hop and reality shows. Now, the problem that I had with that, and then we all see them where men just put on a wig and instantly it's supposed to be funny, is that it's kind of lazy. And it's like you're relying on homophobia or this thing between um, men being feminine to give you that boost in the the entertainment factor when you could just be entertaining without it. Um, like I said, with him, now he does Fox Soul. Well, he's off of that, but he was doing things. And it's like, yeah, you don't need that. Now, with the comedians in the movies, I would say I don't know where I would be as an adult if I didn't see Wanda on The Living Color or... Shanene on Martin. I think those things added something to it at that time. Now, and Cat Williams talked about Kevin Hart in the dress because Kevin Hart's stance was he won't do it. And I think that the reason why Cat Williams decided to talk about him, even though I can't tell you why, but in my opinion, is because you've taken this stance that you're not going to do it, that you're against it, that you see what's going on, and then you turn around and you do it. And then you say, well, it's my choice. And it's like, well, it's everybody's choice at the end of the day. You could be pressured to making that choice, but it's still your choice to actually put the dress on. Now, with the Kevin Hart one on SNL, I watch SNL. I know I'm like a little old lady with it. Um, I usually watch it on YouTube, though. And sometimes they're funny. I mean, they're not terrible anymore. I would love to see the kid mirror on there, but whatever. That's I'm starting a petition. That's a different thing. With Kevin Hart on SNL, I don't think it was necessary. It didn't. I think that they could have wrote the skit, they could have did everything, and just had a female play it. Now, that's the part that comes into where it's like, okay, what's the real reason they want you in the dress or you're in this dress, and. That's I and I agree with Kat. That's when I have the problem. I never seen Ricky Smiley, and no disrespect to Ricky Smiley or people who like him. Um, in my opinion, the type of comedy that he does is a real low grade. It's not even mid. It's like a low grade. It relies on really cheap laughs. Like I'm just going to either play into racial stereotypes, or I'm going to talk like a country bumpkin, or I'm going to do something and you'll get the laugh. So it's more like a clown. I like comedians who have thought out jokes that could apply to anyone. Um, black comedians, while there are some black things you have to bring out because they are, I don't like comedian, black comedians who just rely on black stereotypes or the difference between black and whites. I, I like intelligent comedy. Ricky Smiley just, in my opinion, is just not that. So I have never seen him. Um, I never thought about him in a dress or anything. Um, Miss Doubtfire, my kids and I watch it with Robin Williams. And, of course, that part, I mean, that was the whole point of the movie is if trying to see his kids. So you're like, okay. I just think that with, with that, I guess two part. If it's adding something to the entertainment factor of the role, then okay. But if it's just like, oh, it would be funny if you had a dress on. I'm not here for it. Bull, tomatoes, get the hell out of here. Now, as far as with um, 
people who take the stance and say they won't and then do it, that I can't, I, I don't, and not that it's for me to judge, I just can't respect that. Because, um, like Miss Monique said, when she was on her run and everybody wanted to say she was a troublemaker, there's an issue with integrity. And the thing is, is that you can always have integrity, air quotes, and you can stand on stuff until it's put in front of you. Then the minute it's put in front of you, you fold and you go the other way and then you say, oh, I made a choice. Well, you don't really have the integrity that you're saying you have because that's easy. And I've seen people in a lot in my life and they'll be like, oh, I'll do this, I'll do that, do this, da-da-da-da-da. And then when the time comes, is they do something different and then they justify it. To me, that's not having integrity. And that's just how I feel. I, I just feel like they, yeah, I, I just feel like with Kevin Hart that. Kevin Hart and his friends, they came back and was making these little things and um, slide remarks about Cat Williams. I didn't really care for it because, one, it wasn't funny. Had it been funny, I probably would have cared more. It wasn't funny. They did it on ESPN, and Spank has been all over Twitter. He's fighting anybody who wants to mention Cat Williams. Um, but it wasn't funny. If it had been funny, then, yeah, I would be here. And I think that's what everybody's saying is that we're looking for y'all to respond and be funny if you're going to respond. Ricky Smiley, he responded, but his thing was more um, of a serious tone and apologizing. And then he brings on his manager to say he auditioned for the role. But then they kind of confirmed what Kat was saying because Ice Cube, like, yeah, the role was not what it was when Ricky auditioned. It was a small role. Cat Williams made it what it was. Okay, whatever, but come, I don't know. I just think they were all really somber. It wasn't funny. I don't know if they were looking for sympathy. If anybody was funny, it's the people that were supporting him. I like Gabby Owen. Um, he has a podcast that he does on YouTube, and um, his responses, I thought they were kind of funny. I love Mike Epps where he said, um, you got a hat on a fake Fendi jacket, and they like, um, why did you say that or whatever? And it's a real Fendi jacket. Like, because I was jealous. You talk about everybody else. Now, everybody, they getting all this publicity, all this clout. And I'm your friend. I did movies with you, and you ain't even talk about me. <laughs> so I love that. Cat Williams did uh, another interview with Willie D. I couldn't really get into it. And I guess that, and God bless Willie D and his podcast and everything. But I think that the problem is when you do these interview style podcasts is that, you had Club Shay Shay, which just went through the roof. Um, like Roy Wood Jr., who I'm always promoting. Y'all got to watch his comedy specials on Comedy Central or Paramount Plus, wherever they're at. But like he was saying, people were live tweeting the podcast. And it was the middle of the day where people should have been at work or taking care of their kids or doing whatever. And people, he had so many people's um, attention at that time. Now, it just went through the roof. So I guess Willie D, because I doubt they're doing, I don't know when he did his interview, but let's just say he did it um, before the video dropped and he had it and he was going to release it this day. The problem is, is that, that that bar is so freaking high now and that standard and what happened. And then if you don't come in with that same momentum, 
it's like womp womp. Um, and I, I feel like that's really what I tried to get into the Willie D one. I'm going to watch it. Um, maybe when I cook tonight, I'll put it on again to see, but I just couldn't, I was going back and watching. Um, I love when he roasts the lady at the radio show. And back then he got a lot of flack for that. And people were not backing him. People were on that lady's side. Oh, how could you attack a woman? The men sitting there laughing, this and this and that. And now people are like, oh, look, this and that. He was right. So I don't know. I'm really into play. He's getting so much. I mean, that's the only thing people. And, to the, and right now people are still talking about it. The memes are coming. The gifts are coming. They're still talking about him. And then Mark Curry. I mean, I hadn't heard from Mark Curry in years. I haven't. Well, I don't go to comedy shows on the West Coast because I'm over here. Um, and now, I mean, he's been, he's even trending. He, they had two be trending. Oh, it was just crazy. But that's my, that's just my opinion about um, the whole Cat Williams interview. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I thought that he told um, his truth as he saw it. And um, he boy, he got people to start thinking about things, which I always love when I love when people think. I hate when people just follow the masses and don't think on their own. Um, just my opinion about the comedians and dresses. If it does not add anything to the role or if the only the only reason you're in this dress is like, oh, wouldn't it be funnier if I was in a dress? Then it just needs to go. Uh, when Eddie Murphy did uh, Nutty Professor and Norbert, I think that that added... Nobody else could do what Eddie's going to do in those positions. So it had to be Eddie. But that's just my opinion about it. I think you should go watch the Cat Williams thing. Because um, remember, B. Diddy want to party. And you just got to tell him no. <laughs> oh, my God. The next thing that I had that I wanted to talk about, and it's probably going to be the last because... Um, for. Well, sidebar, my kids had a delayed opening today, which means they didn't go to school to 10 o'clock, and then they're closing the school early, and I'll save this for Mamiana's Mondays, but I swear, being a single mother without, um, I would say you really need, like, a nanny. If you don't have any family members, and now I see why the different cultures, the family members are flying in from other countries to help out with the kids and raising the kids. And that's something that used to be in our culture. I'm black, if you don't know. Um, I don't know how you went know, but whatever. I'm black. That used to be something that was in our culture, that the family would help each other and raise the kids and do the things. And now our culture, we got to do something. But anyway, so now back to whatever Wednesday. The next thing was that Tori Hart, who is Kevin Hart's ex-wife, that she started doing comedy. And, um, okay, just my opinion about that. <sighs> I, I cannot find a source or anyone who would say that she was doing comedy before she got divorced from Kevin Hart. And that was something that she was doing already. And then after she got divorced, she like, okay, I might as well get this a go. It seemed that after she got divorced from Kevin Hart, and there was a lot of attention surrounding that, because if you haven't 
if you don't know what she looks like, um, she's like dark skin like me. So she's dark skin, and um, his new wife is light skin like Cat William. I'm not gonna say they got the funny whatever he say funny faces or funny shaped head, but she is light skin, long hair, you know the typical stuff that goes on. And the wife wasn't. So it was a lot of stuff just going on there. And Kevin Hart was cheating on the wife. And that's how he got with the new wife. It was just a lot of stuff. And it seemed like she took, she capitalized. I don't want to say take advantage because that could seem negative. But she capitalized on that attention by getting out there and doing things. Um, And that was at a time where it seemed like everybody started or thought they could do comedy where we had um, Wendy Williams going out on a comedy tour. We had NeNe Leakes doing comedy. T.I. It was like, I don't know. But I guess since we're here on this comedy part, let me let me say this. I'm someone who really enjoys stand-up comedy. And I think that it's disrespectful to the comedians and to the audience also when people who have no respect for it or hey, I'm just really hot right now. Um, I could, I, I, I'm funny or somebody thinks I'm funny and I'm going to just go out there and do this. I just think it's so disrespectful and it shows because in order to be a stand-up comedian, you have to be able to perform. You have to be quick on your feet because if I go to see a stand-up comedian and there's stuff going on in the audience and he's not acknowledging any of it in his stand-up, and he's just, like, saying these jokes that he has prepared, and he never... I'm done. It's like, yeah, you're kind of whack because the whole point is that you're supposed to be quick and witty, and you're not. Like, you're just rehearsing lines, and I think that's where the things come... Um, the problem comes in. I don't have a problem if you get jokes written because whatever. I mean, there's some people who may be good at writing jokes, but they can't perform the jokes the same way. Who cares? I really don't care. But in order to be a stand-up comedian and not uh, a comedic actor, I guess that's the difference. A A comedic actor would be someone like Will Ferrell or someone who can be funny in different roles and do those things, um, but they couldn't do stand-up. And I I just thought that was disrespectful. But it seemed like that's where Tori Hart came from. So she posted a picture on her Instagram saying that she's going on tour with Cat Williams. And, yeah. So, let me tell you. Just my opinion. This is just my opinion about going opinionated. I really have a problem with that. Because, to me, especially now, I'm sure, I don't know if she was just added to the tour or if this was planned beforehand. But either way, if you knew, first of all, if it was, if she was just at it, that, that's a problem for me. It's disrespectful, and I think it's disloyal. And I don't care what's going on with you and Kevin and your ex. That's something that y'all need to handle internal, it, internally or if it's something that needs to be brought out, handle that. But to side with someone who is clearly presenting himself as his ops, that's a problem. And it's also a problem because it's not like Kevin is her ex-boyfriend and it's like, oh, well, so what? Like, whatever. Y'all two have kids together. I mean, 
how does that look that the father of my children, I'm going to side with his ops, his opposition. I'm going to side with someone who's, who is overtly taking shots at him, who's avert, like, this isn't like maybe they have beef or it's a behind the scenes beef like Mark Curry and Steve Harvey, like nobody really knew. Everybody knows. And then you want this to be put out there because you could have posted yourself by yourself and say, hey, these are the dates I'm going on tour. Um, I'll be here. And I have Cat Williams. You're using the momentum that Cat has right now and everything that happened to kind of get some more attention to you. It's clout chasing. But more importantly, I don't really care about clout chasing um, unless I'm in my trolling mode. I'm not in trolling mode right now. Um, so I don't care, but it's just disloyal. It's disloyal and disrespectful. I don't care what happened between you and him during your marriage, after your marriage. Apparently, y'all patched it up. It's not like you left him. She left him like, listen, he was totally abusive to me or he was with my ops and I'm paying. It was nothing like that. And I don't know. So... Y'all know I've been married, and I would think that, for me, how I would view a marriage and that type of relationship is, like, that person becomes part of your family. And while it's F my ex all day, every day, 24-7, there's certain things I wouldn't do because I don't want it to appear a certain type of way, or I don't... I, I would view that as a sign of disrespect to him. Now, does he care or does he feel that way? No, absolutely not. He'll do whatever. But that's where we come back to integrity. That ain't got nothing. What he would do or what he does or what he did has nothing to do with me. I'm not a disloyal person. And I'm like, I say it all the time. I'm like a gang member when it comes to loyalty. I want your loyalty. I demand it. I need it. I want it. And for you to do something like that, in my opinion, is corny and it's just disloyal. If she had any issues with Kevin Hart, Cat Williams didn't say anything about Kevin Hart personally that she needed to defend. Because even in that position, if Cat Williams had got up there and made statements about Kevin Hart, if I was Tori Hart and Cat Williams got up there and made statements about my ex-husband, about him as a person, as a man, as a father, that I found to be disrespectful, I would be clearing those up. I would clear those up. And I would say it the same way I'm saying about my ex. F him all day, every day, 24-7, 365. However... This isn't true. Cat Williams did not attack him, attack um, Kevin Hart personally. He attacked him as a comedian, as a performer, as someone in the industry. That's it. To do that, I don't know. I just find her to be, I, I just find that to be wild, corny. And I don't know, like, I see the kids, oh, let me not go there. I was about to say, because I see the kids graduating, maybe she like, eh, you know, get some more money, like, I don't know. I just find it to be wild corny. But y'all can let me know what you think. Do you think it's disloyal? Do you think that she... I Listen, I can't take that she wouldn't owe any loyalty to him because even, even based on the marriage, I have never been in a relationship with someone and not have kids, so I can't talk about that. I mean, I hate people that talk about stuff and they ain't living it. 
I have never had that experience where I've been in a relationship with someone and we didn't have children because I had kids all my God on life. So even from the point of them just being like, we just have kids together, I feel like there's some loyalty old there. And I just, I, I just can't, I can't see it. I really can't. Um, I don't know. Then the last thing, and then I got to get out of here, is about um, Kevin Hart. When Cat Williams was saying Kevin Hart is an industry plant. So now, I have to say, I've heard this whole thing about industry plants because um, Joe Budden and them used to talk about it on the old podcast. And then um, Andrew Schultz, I hope I'm saying his name, with Charlemagne, they do the brilliant idiots. They were talking about Taylor Swift being an industry plant. Um. And I'm like, I really didn't get what it meant based on how they were describing it because they're like, you know, she had all of the connections already and they are putting her in certain positions. Then they started saying Sexy Red is an industry plan. And basically from what I can gather from it, and I looked on YouTube or whatever, I mean on uh, Google, you know, but it's basically saying that, look, the industry wants to promote this certain image and they're using this person to do that. So they take them and they're going to put them in positions that they're not even qualified or earned the, the, they haven't earned that position. They're just being placed there because they're promoting the image and the message that they want promoted. So for example, like if they're saying, um, somebody, I don't listen, I don't believe Sexy Red is an industry plant. I believe that, like I tell my kid all the time, I tell other people who got kids that rap, sing, or do whatever, I say, you're one hit away from changing your life, and you never know what that hit's going to be. So you may do a song that 89 people, everybody around you like, ah, that's whack. And it just resonates with somebody, and from that, they tell everybody or they make a video or they do something and it just goes. And it's no, I mean, there's no way you can tell it because Pound Town, I mean, I've heard it, other people heard it. I don't think that it was something that I was taking seriously as like, oh yeah, this girl could go. She, you know, she buys like um, FNF, is it Fuck Nigga Free with Glorilla. Like, when I heard that, I'm like, oh, this shit is crazy. But that song from Sexy Red resonated with someone, and the whole culture just built around it, and then it just went off. And I think that that happened to her. I don't think she's a plant. But what they're saying on the internet is that she is a plant, and that that's the image that uh, main, like, the corporations, people who run everything... Um, that's what they want us to see so that we can emulate that. So they want us to see uh, ratchetness, um, uh, shaking ass. They don't want us to get anything above that. So they don't want us to see Rhapsody. If you don't know Rhapsody, you need to just Google her. Um, but they don't want us to have that. So they're not going to allow Rhapsody to get in that position. They're not going to put her on the cover of Rolling Stone. Um, or different things because the image that they want us to see and to emulate is what Sexy Red is. And that's what the industry plan is. So I guess the whole thing with Kevin Hart is that we want black people to see 
uh, a black man who just goes along with things. Um, and no disrespect to Kevin Hart, that's how I view him. I view him as the get along, go along. I don't think that he would be someone to buck the system. Like, he's not Chris Rock with um, niggas versus black. He's not the one that's going to go there. Or he's not a Dave Chappelle who's going to say, you know what, F y'all, F y'all 50 million, 100 million, whatever million it was that he walked away from. I feel like y'all exploiting me and that you're not laughing with me, you're laughing at me. I'm out of here. F y'all. And then make the money. He He's not that. And I think that that's the image. I guess that's why they're saying he's a plant because that's what they want to portray. I mean... If I turn on my any of my streaming services, he's on like 50, 60 uh, things. And some of them are like these kid movies where he's playing dogs and all of this other stuff. Then the thing with The Rock. Um, and y'all could, I forgot the name of the book. I read it in college. But it was this whole thing about the images we see on TV and that there was a time where they wanted to promote... Um, black and whites getting together and like, you know, you can work with each other. So a lot of them, I, off the top of my head, I could think of Lethal Weapon was one of them. Like they would pair a white person with a black person so they can portray that image. Like, look, see, everybody can get along and things like that. Um, and I think that's what's going on with him and The Rock and other things. I don't know. I I, I I I mean, I don't I'm not gonna say that Kevin Hart came from nowhere because I remember paper soldiers and things like that, but I also remember Smokey and other comedians that were in those movies and they're not where Kevin Hart's at. Um as far as him coming to LA and getting the one show, yeah, we all I, I remember the show, um, I think it was Big Heart or the Heart it was something about Heart. I remember the show. Um, I don't know. And I'm not going to agree where they say Cat, I mean, Kevin Hart isn't funny. I think that he's funny-ish. Um, he was funnier before. But I know people. I used to work with this guy. And shout out to him. But he used to always say, and this was at the height of, all right, all right, all right. He would say, I don't find him to be funny. And when a new special would come out, I remember one time we went to Caroline's to go see Kevin Hart. And um, and I was talking, and he's like, No, I just don't find him funny. He's just loud, like all that yelling or whatever. I don't find him to be funny. I found him to be funny, but after the after the comedy specials, especially the one with the all right, all right, all right, and those things, I find him to, I found it to start falling off. Even the quality of the movies weren't the same anymore. It was like, okay, what are we doing here? I mean, one movie, it was so bad, I just literally just turned the movie off. I'm like, I can't take this. This is, this is nothing. Then he had the comedy. I didn't watch Irresponsible because I was just like, I, I just wasn't feeling him. And then I watched Zero, um... F's given because we were all in COVID. So I was like, okay. And I was like, why did he waste my time like this? It just was horrible. And I'm like, uh. But what I will say is that then the new special he came out with, and I guess that's the one he did with Chris Rock on the Netflix headlines because the special is actually on Peacock. So I guess that's why they couldn't show it on um net on the Netflix thing. But it was actually funny. He was funny. 
it got back to it was all of that Hollywood shit was gone. Where zero F's given, irresponsible, it seemed like he was kind of playing into that part. Like, I'm not difficult. I'm not going to say anything that will upset anybody. I'm just going to be whatever, like this neutral comedian or whatever. It just was bad. But this last one on Peacock, and you should check it out. I don't know the name of it. Just go on Peacock. It's the only one there because I think the rest of them are on um, Paramount and Netflix. But there may be one, but it's recent, and he has the baseball bat and the hoodie. It was really, really, really good. So, I, yeah, I'm not going to agree that he's not funny. Now, do I think that they're using that he's there to portray some image? Absolutely. And now people could say, oh, but he look at all the money, all the money, all the money. That's the, again, we're going to go back to integrity with that. If it matters how much money you're making and that determines anything other than how much money you make, that's a problem. That's a problem because, I mean, there's chicks on OnlyFans popping it, opening it, popping themselves, doing whatever, and they're making money. Um, the the girl, uh, Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny or Bad Barbie, I don't fucking know. <coughs> but she had a whole thing, and she was like, "Y'all do know that when I started my OnlyFans, I had I was 17 or I just turned 18, and she made millions of dollars, and she was like, y'all are like really perverts and pet." That's what I'm saying. So if that's all it's going to be determined by, then that bar is really low. Money is cheap. Integrity costs. And I just, I don't know. We only saw the one thing from um, Kevin Hart is when Sony kind of, I believe it was Sony, and the emails got out where they wanted him to promote something, and he was like, okay, if y'all want me to promote that, you have to pay me extra. You paid for my services as an actor. You got it. Now, if you want to use my platform for anything else, you need to pay me. And they were like, um, I don't, not verbatim, not verbatim, but the, the tone of the emails was like, can you believe this N-word? Can you believe him? We gave him $2 million to, for these movies, and, and he won't even promote it for free? Now, does this sound similar to y'all? Because I remember one Miss Monique saying that was her issue also. Nobody villainized Kevin Hart when he said, I have to know my worth, and now I see what they think about me. Nobody said, well, why didn't you just promote the movie for free? They already gave you the $2 million. But when Monique said it, they were like, why can't you just get along? Why can't you just go along? Baby. She, Kevin Hart was not met with that response. And then at the end, Sony apologized to Kevin Hart for the emails and everything. Um, and the emails were like, well, F him. We got him for like three more movies. We'll screw him over on the other. These were in the emails. I mean, it, I mean, if you hit your Googles, you can see them. It was in the emails. Like they were like F this and we're, and then they were like, well, F him. We got, we're going to screw him on the other movies. We already got him tied in. And I'm sure that at some point, they, when they went back to him and they signed him up, they like, listen, promotion is included. You're going to do this, and we're not going to give you anything more than to do it outside of that than what we pay you. But nobody said a thing. Whatever. Miss Monique, let me tell you, they, they spinning the block for you now because everybody looking at what you got to say. But that's just my opinion on that. So now, do I think that Kevin is an industry plant? 
I guess y'all gonna have to hit me back next week. I really don't know. I really don't know because I cannot deny that he promotes that image of just getting along, don't ruffle any feathers, just go along, play nice with everybody. He does portray that, and you know that in America, they need to quiet the black man down, which they basically, they, I mean, whatever. Whatever. I ain't even going there. This ain't Militant Mondays or nothing. But that I think that they have, I think that he does kind of portray that. Like, black men, don't be angry, don't be upset, just go along. And look, if you go along, you'll get a light skin. <laughs> Let me shut the hell up. But, uh, like, you'll get a light skin wife, you'll get a lot of money, so just go along, be easy, or whatever. And that's a choice, like any other choice, that's a choice that someone has to make. If you're going to be the person who's just going to go along, or you're going to fight the power. Period. All right, so I got to get up out of here because I got to go get my kids. Um, I intentionally go a little later because I can't stand the pickup and drop-off line because it, 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 whatever. It gets me to cursing, and I'm like, F this. I'll just wait. But you can find the episodes on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Spotify now. Please tell people, spread it around, post it on your thing because I just need the um, – I'm trying to hit goals of having a certain amount of subscribers because that's how you uh, get monetized or anything. And um, like Kevin Hart, I'm looking to sell out. Um, but let me not say that. I'm just joking. But um, I'm on Spotify, SoundCloud. You can listen to it if you got the Android and the green bubbles. The videos are up on YouTube. I'm on Instagram, grown underscore and underscore opinionated. YouTube, I'm grown and opinionated. Everywhere is just grown and opinionated. Um, If you got anything you would like for me to discuss or any comments, we're going to get into a different format for the new... Well, not a different format for the new year, but like whatever Wednesdays. And I'm going to do something on Mondays with... um, parenting and things like that we're just going to get into this different flow and I think I talked about it like towards the end of last year and so I hope you guys enjoy it if this content or this is something that you like great tell somebody spread it around let me know if it's something that you don't like just keep it to yourself write it in your journal tell your best friend I don't care all right I'm out Sasha out peace